Yeah. All right. So as uh, some people might know, maybe some might not, I've decided to kind of start this series of talking to uh, friends and people that I haven't actually even met in person um, to try and give an idea of what uh, the pandemic is like in various parts of the world. So thankfully, uh, you're one of the people that said you would be willing to talk to me, even though we have yet to actually meet in person. <laughs> and this is the first time we're seeing each other in a way. Uh, so for everybody else, could you introduce yourself first? Yeah, so I'm Tamara. Um, I am classified as an essential worker here, which is pretty cool because I get to still work and have money when um, unfortunately so many people uh, are not. <laughs> um, so I work, I work for the government, um, which... Yeah, a lot of the government is work is considered essential, but especially my area. Um, so I kind of fall under the same umbrella as like the part of the government that is looking after all the um, unemployment benefits and things like that. Um, but I fall under sort of like a pretty unique scheme um, that's connected to that, but totally different. Um, <laughs> Not explaining this very well. So it's it's a redress scheme. Um, so we work with um, survivors of institutional child sex abuse, um, and of that's classified as essential because we we have quite a number of vulnerable applicants that we work with, um, and like our role is just to um, help them like help the applications through the scheme. Um, and, you know, at the end of the scheme, there could be an outcome for applicants, depending on how it goes. So we're continuing to work uh, through this because we can't really put that work on hold. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm currently working from home, except for like one day of fortnight, uh, where we kind of have to make our, our calls to, um, or our callbacks and any like important calls. So we sort of have a rotating roster. So quite good that I can still work and do most of it from home. Yeah. Um, I think actually it's obviously sort of a specific case, but before you got into the specifics, it kind of sounded like my sister's in a similar situation. Um, I really should know her job title, but I don't. <laughs> um, she's working for the government back home in Newfoundland. And for a while, she actually was working at the office. Like they were doing sort of a rotation, but it was a big government office with lots of staff coming and going. Um, and this is back when Newfoundland only had like three cases, I think, which just seems like such a distant memory now because they're now like 250 or something. Um, mm. And but it got to the point where like we all talked one Sunday and she was just like she had to basically tell her boss, like, I'm I'm not comfortable going in anymore. Like she was kind of freaked out and she knew that she could pretty much do it from home. But like the IT department would just have to pull some strings basically um so i think mm -hmm. they did they they made a decision by like the wednesday or whatever and this was like a couple weeks ago and she's have you worked from home before like for her it's a totally different like new world yeah um, never it's, this is a new world for me too <laughs> like okay, never okay. worked from home before so yeah um it's, goods it's and bads like, look it's um it's good like um, we were very lucky that our organization started to like flag the need for it very, very early. We started doing, um, testing, um, and it was really just an IT thing. Like 
we had to just make sure everything was was yeah. um was clear and ready to go especially being government we have to make sure it's all safe and secure um so yeah this was this is a brand new thing for me and um i quite like it um i'm i'm an introvert so i don't mind so much um it's yeah it's got a good and bad aspects like i'm i'm thankful that i can like limit my um, need to leave the house and use public transport um, by not going in as much. I'm, I'm thankful that I can just be at home and get my work done um, and sort of just be in my home space, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, but it is definitely, it's a different thing. You do have to mo- motivate yourself differently. And um, <laughs> yeah, like with my work, especially, um, we have to sort of, I think my main concern is just we, you know, we read a lot of disturbing material, um, so we just have to make sure that we're, uh, yeah, just kind of looking after ourselves, checking in regularly, and um, breaks are strongly encouraged. So that's something that I've just been making sure, like I get out at, at least a, you know once a day and walk. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's only just like last week that we started, so it's sort of. Oh, okay. I'm yet to face anything major where I've like you know read something and you know it's been quite, quite horrific. But um. Yeah. Cross that bridge when we get to it. We've got a lot of support, so it's it's good. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, again, definitely don't have to get into specifics, or you'd rather not. But in terms of like dealing with um, would you call them clients or like? applicants also yeah okay so would you normally like have sort of face-to-face meetings with them or anything or no okay no it's all phone based um okay so, yeah so it's all via the phone anyway we don't it's all very trauma-informed so we don't um speak to them very often because yeah. for some people you can imagine even just getting a call from us is incredibly traumatizing um mm. or re-traumatizing so we don't speak to them that often um it's usually like once and then maybe a second time at the end um but a lot of applicants want to chat to us a lot so um they those calls might happen a lot more frequently so um it's it's really sort of the calls that are coming in and and then the calls that we need to make that we're managing from the office so um that's why it hasn't changed a lot for people because we're not have we're not face to face um okay. in, in that sense because we're not really a support service so um yeah, yeah we we li- we sort of limit our contact with people in that way because it's yeah yeah easier. sorry yeah i was for a second i was kind of like oh no like i was sort of thinking but well that means people maybe i wanted to make sure that this wasn't a big shift because obviously in those cases that could be like a dangerous or harmful yeah. thing but like you said it's yeah. not necessarily like your position normally so okay um no but i also have heard that a lot of support services are having to do it via phone um yeah I don't know if they're doing it via skype but i know a lot of them have shifted to over the phone and um you know one applicant in particular said that that was struggling with that um but there's not a lot that can be done um, yeah. for those support services. Like they're professionals and they just have to manage it um, the best they can. Yeah. 
Um, so we, I, I had one simpler question before we got into like the serious stuff. I was gonna say uh, just for everybody to know where where are you right now? <laughs> Start with the easy stuff. We kind of yeah. skipped ahead. Um. So I, yes, the so Melbourne, Australia is where I am. Okay. And um, so obviously we kind of touched a little bit on some stuff that's changed for you, but um, in terms of like uh, the area that you're in and even you personally, if you want to touch on more, what's changed over like the last two or three months? I mean, I think at least for here, like in Vietnam and back in Canada, the first case was like in January. So, I mean, it's been a few months now and I think Australia maybe was a little later in terms of yeah. first case and stuff. Yeah, so um, it's all relatively sort of early for us. Um, yeah. Like, for example, I remember like three, three and a half weeks ago, I think, or less, I was like, I was at a cafe with friends because that was, it was still open and we were still like advised to do that and social distance. So we were socially distancing, but I, I went to a cafe with friends because it was it was fine you know that's what our, our sort of like protocol yeah. was and then like now like three weeks later um that w that just seems insane um because yeah there's that's changed so much like we we um have a like a really massive cafe and restaurant scene here and it that has probably been one of the biggest impacts uh and live music scene yeah so, that's sort of two things we're known for, and, and I suppose third is arts. So all of those things have, have ceased. Um, luckily for, like, a lot of the cafes, like, the bars, I believe, are all so stopped. But I think some of them have started, um, like, everyone's just got really creative to find out, like, what they can do to keep the staff employed, keep the business running. Mm -hmm. um, I think bars have even started doing um, takeaway drinks and um, deliveries and things like that. But the cafes are basically just turned into these like takeaway, like takeaway only kind of yeah. situations. Um, and I don't know, I, I don't know how many of them are doing. Um, but like the ones I sort of follow on social media and things like that are just that's just what they're doing, and they seem to be going okay. But just the ability to go out and sit in a cafe or restaurant with someone is it's just like. <laughs> that's gone so that's that's mm -hmm. a huge change here um and look to be honest like I'm a bit of an introvert as well so that's the biggest thing I've noticed because most of the most of the hanging out with friends I would do would be at like restaurants and cafes because yeah. it's just easier yeah. you know everyone eats food you just eat food and be with friends um yeah. so that's that but um excuse me uh yeah not not so much has changed like just the like no you know not being able to just see people um have you um have you had the reaction to like if you've been watching any movies or tv shows to seeing people like hugging or like going yes. out in a group and you're like no don't you know <laughs> Yes, I, I, it's really strange. Um, it started a couple of weeks ago, actually, um, or longer. And I'm, I've, yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned it because I'm watching things and my brain is automatically like, what are they doing? They're, t they're not a hundred, they're not like a meter and a half away from each other. Yeah. 
what what are they doing um so my brain is already like changed in the way that like I can't it's seeing people on screen and I'm not I'm not sort of like understanding what's going on because they're like close and touching yeah. and I'm like what I, uh, I was watching a movie a while ago it was like a period piece so it wasn't even like in modern day it was like you know a hundred years ago or whatever and it was some New Year's Eve celebration and they were all in like a community hall having a big party and like dancing and stuff and I was just like oh my god no so social distancing stop go home what is, there's gonna be cases there and I was like man like it's from way back when it's a fictional thing and you're still like getting anxious about it but for me like it's um I had it happen like uh years ago because I've been hopping in Southeast Asia now for like over three years so whenever I see someone like drink from the faucet or even like brush their teeth with it that makes me be like oh because you can't drink the tap water here yeah yep (laughs) i've been so used to like drinking you know bottled water and i've been brushing my teeth with it too like lots of people here they'll just use the tap water to brush their teeth but i just haven't messed with it so i've seen that in like movies or shows someone would just be like and i'm like ha oh god you're gonna be so sick tomorrow And then I went back home like two years ago and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. People can drink from the faucet and like lots of places. So this happening to me now is not quite that weird. But still, like when I watched that movie and I had that like anxious reaction, I was like, oh, God, my mind's changing again to another like thing mm-hmm. that's normal. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, like, just can you even imagine going to like a big festival right now, like a music festival? Doesn't it just seem so risky? Exactly. And even the thought of like being in a cafe or anything mild, it's just like, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy how the world's changed like so, so quickly. Um, Like this new normal, like, yeah. I mean, here in Vietnam, like the schools have been closed since, I think, like, mid to late January. Um, The, like, entertainment businesses and stuff, like bars and cinemas and whatever, like, going to a movie is, like, the big thing. Like, I really wanted to go see Onward, like, the new Pixar film, and I couldn't go see it because I got here and next thing you know, like, and I mean, I realize this is not, like, in the list of things to complain about that this virus has changed. Not getting to see Pixar in the cin- or Onward in a cinema is really low. Um, mm. But I think for me, that was my first change because, like, I work from home and I'm an introvert too. So it was kind of just doing my normal thing. But then I was like, oh, I want to go see a movie. And then here in, the ci- in Ho Chi Minh City, they were like, yeah, no, cinemas are closed, bars are closed. And I was like, oh. And they closed the karaoke bars too, which is, like, a big deal. That's, like, a serious <laughs> step. Um, I mean, there's still locals singing karaoke. Like, karaoke hasn't stopped. You just can't go to the karaoke bars. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's been, like, I'd say maybe a little under a month, at least two or three weeks. Um, And then, yeah, they pushed to do the to-go stuff. But so I got to go back to the bars are doing to-go drinks. That's a legal thing? I think so. Um... I don't drink, so I'm not really yeah. in the loop. But I've been seeing on like friends' Instagrams that somehow get deliveries. Yeah, 
I don't even know. I don't know if it's mixed drinks or cocktails or things you would order. So they're yeah. doing it that way, or they're just, um, I don't know, maybe just doing like operating like a sort of a bottle shop. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I thought I'd saw something about someone having a, a like a cocktail delivered or something. Yeah. And I would not be surprised here because like it's just kind of creative like that. But, yeah. Um, because yeah. at, at home and, like, in the States, I mean, in a lot of the places at home, like, most of the provinces in Canada, the laws are pretty strict. Like, I think there's a couple provinces where you can bring your own wine and there's, like, a corking fee at the restaurant. But for the most part, like, you know, you couldn't leave a bar with, like, a drink or whatever. You just, like, even if you went out to smoke, like, the drink yeah. has to stay in the bar. Um but a lot of places at home, like especially the craft brew places and everything, have turned to doing hand sanitizer because it's yeah. mainly alcohol. So that's what yeah. I thought you were going to go with. And then when you said, like, uh, to go drinks, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, Australia, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like crazy Australia. Well, a yeah. lot of our breweries are doing the sanitizers as well, which is, which yeah. is great. Um, yeah. It's just there's so many little creative things popping up and I think it's amazing like to see like you know you're seeing dance studios and stuff just convert to online yoga studios um there's like the latest thing I saw was like a like I think it's an Australia-wide company but they've started like organizing these like kits like pottery kits so they just deliver this like clay that you can hand build stuff out of with some tools and instructions and then they give you like a database of where your local like kilns like fi- like to fire the pottery once you know once yeah. you get to that point. So there's like cool little things like that coming up, just delivering stuff like that that people do in their yeah. homes. And I noticed one of like the the pottery studios near where I am have started doing their own little kits and you know giving time frames when you can like drop off things for firing and making sure that no one like they're sort of adhering to all the the distancing rules and yeah um so there's lots of creative things coming up um so i think um, sorry have you attended any of the the live dj parties or anything like that any of the no i've got a friend who's been like rollerblading on tiktok like every night i think it's well she was in roller derby so I think she misses that partially. Um, yeah. And plus, it's also a bit of exercise, and it's just kind of fun. Um, I mean, that's what I've heard TikTok is. I don't know. I'd... I don't know what TikTok is. I was talking about this today, and I was like, I think I'm way too old to understand TikTok. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, I'm not nodding to you. I'm nodding, I think, in general, both of us. Yeah, like, the best I can get so far is that it's mainly centered around really short dances. And yes. nothing about that sentence really appeals to me. <laughs> That's as much as I've I've discovered as well. It's to do with oh. dancing and yes, short short videos. But um, no, some... no, no dance parties or anything. But I have thought about doing a lot more online classes, like dance yeah. and yoga stuff. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I know um a lot of like at home. The my first big concern because I have a lot of friends from the music industry was. That was like sort of the first industry that I saw because like, I mean, at home, they're just, they're not quite out of winter yet, but you know, everyone's looking ahead to like, all right, spring and then summer. So all these musicians that I know and like people involved in industry had been planning like tours and stuff 
for like months, right? And this is like, all right, I've recorded this album, worked on it over the winter. Now I'm ready to hit the road and make a little bit of money because I'm a musician, so I'm not going to make a lot, but, you know, at least yeah. a little bit. And now suddenly it's like, oh, nope. Like everything just uh, shut down. Yeah. I mean, at least thankfully, like there have been some switches. Like I haven't attended a lot of concerts, but I know there's been some pretty interesting ones. I think, I guess Lady Gaga has some sort of big concert coming out with a bunch of musicians that isn't actually going to be a fundraiser. I think it's just going to be like a thing for people to enjoy around the world. Um, Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at least, like, actually, the another person I talked with, I said, like, can you imagine if we were going through this, like, 30 or 40 years ago? Like, if we didn't have this ability, right? Like, you know, I mean, I, I don't know when the Black Plague was, but, like, it was a long time ago. I mean, like, just the only thing you could do was, like, write a letter to a friend and be like, I've been in quarantine for three weeks. How are you? And then two months later, you hear back from them, like... I mean, as tough as this is, like, this sort of thing, and for those of us that have access to it, just makes it, like, a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. And being from home. Well, I mean, like, there's certainly a lot to keep us entertained, and there's more things popping up. Um, Mm -hmm. I think if it had happened in the past, I don't know, maybe because they don't know what they're missing out on. Like, we would have, like, 40 years ago, technology was different you sort of just made do with whatever you just adapt I think humans adapt quite well and like we're adapting now even though it's (laughs) it's hard um but yeah and like something I wanted to say as well about like being bummed out about the movies like I think we should allow ourselves to like you know Mm. be devastated about these these things that are even if they seem like really small and trivial like I think we deserve to sort of be upset about them and not sort of go oh well you know in comparison to what's going on it's not that bad but you know it's good to recognize like the way our lives are changing and the things that are just like not cool and things (laughs) we're out of um you know whether they're small or big or whatever like yeah and another thing I sort of like realized as well, like it's actually been quite good for me financially, like, and <laughs> like, I'm just not spending money and I'm yeah. really lucky to be working and I'm grateful of that. And I sort of just got to a point where I was just stopping feeling guilty about it being good for me financially because like, you know, we have to take the, the, the like the gains out of, out of this situation like I was sort of feeling really guilty thinking oh this is great you know I'm saving money and you know worrying about the people that are in a really bad situation with money and I was just like you know what like I've, I've got to be grateful for like the good things that are happening yeah. um especially since I haven't really been great with money <laughs> so I'm like Woohoo, I'm saving I should be grateful and you know it's not like I'm rubbing it in anyone's face or any, anything like that, but uh, yeah. I think it's important for us to, like, you know, acknowledge things like that, acknowledge, you know, like, things like, yeah, not being able to go to the movies, like, how much that sucks, and, yeah, being I able mean, to sort of, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, like, um, 
that's part of why I wanted to do this whole thing was just to sort of, I mean, I guess like the news is definitely covering like the broader scale of stuff. Um, and if you kind of obsess over that, it can get pretty like, Ugh. but mm. I feel like what well, I was hoping, and I think we've already had at least one moment where just talking about like the general, you know, sort of bullshit of the day to day and everything. And like the fact that both of us have had that moment where we've been like, Oh my God, we're freaking out over like a movie or a TV show, not social distancing. Yeah. And realizing that like most of us are going through that same thing. And that's weird. And like for me, one of my thoughts is like when we come out of that, how long is it going to be before we're just like, oh, go to a cafe? Sure. I mean, because for some people, like, especially say in terms of mental health, like some people have had to work really hard to be able to do that sort of thing and not have like those sort of thoughts in their head and now to have this happen mm. like for some people this is the scenario that they've always sort of like talked yeah. about and everyone's been like oh no that'll never happen whatever and now mm-hmm. here it is and so I mean there's like I know a lot of my friends have talked like there's going to be a major mental health thing even when this like we get the all clear and it's like oh it's died down or whatever like there's going to be the mental health issue there's going to be like economic stuff um but yeah and i mean obviously in some ways i don't want to go back to some parts of our normal because i think some good things have happened with this um like Mm. i think for both of us like i'm saving money too and it's kind of led to me being like oh maybe i don't need to you know spend as much as i was spending before um yeah i mean on the flip side i think we all should probably need to support local businesses when this ends because there's going to be a lot of people hurting, but yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see like, cause everyone's like, when can we, when will this end? When can we go back and everything? I'm like, it depends on what your idea of like, when are we back? Cause there's so many things that are going to be different. Like yeah. how long do you think it's going to be before you can watch like the Woodstock documentary and be like, Oh, that's cool. There's 300,000 people hanging out in a field without yeah, hand like, soap. That's fine. All right. Like, <laughs> I'm not feeling anxious about this. Okay, I'm I'm good. Yeah, it's like I've spoken about this a lot with a few people, and it's like, what? Yeah, when is things gonna change, and like, what is it gonna look like, and like, how are we gonna be? Um, I think that's the part. I'm sort of for me. Um, I've got a little bit of anxiety around like how long certain things are going to take and that's probably the hardest part like thinking like okay when am I going to get a be able to get on a plane and visit my family in another state I mean I can't see my family that's in the same city as me like um yeah I think it's just knowing like not knowing that stuff it's really quite quite scary Yeah. yeah Yeah, I was supposed to go back home like the end of next month. Like I had the flight booked and everything. Um, and it's been about two years. And then uh, what was it? The end of last month, um, the airline at home. Like it was through my parents' points because like I am in no way able to afford <laughs> the long flight back home or sorry, flights. Um, and so thankfully the airline like offered, okay, look, if you cancel before the end of the month, like full refund, you'll get your points back, whatever. So we had a big conversation and I was like, okay, but even before that, like two out of my four flights 
had already been canceled. Like my one from here to Bangkok and then Bangkok to Brussels both canceled. Like Thai Airways just sent me an email and they were like, yeah, your flight's canceled. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And so like the idea now, I mean, Canada's maybe looking at like the end of June, like that. I think that's when they've right now tentatively got set to like open the border again. But I mean, that could, you know, go either way, depending on stuff. Um, but I mean, I need like most of the world to be back in order before I can hop on multiple planes to like make my way back to like the eastern edge of Canada. Like I either have to go through Europe or like the rest of Asia. And, you know, I mean, I, I said to my parents, I was like, look, Vietnam is doing great right now. And it's like it's more of a risk for me to leave here and go like up, 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 up. And then go back to Canada where it's it's not going very well. It's definitely getting better now, but it's worse than here. Mm. I was like, so I'm going to have to sit tight, but I really hope I don't have, like, I don't want to go back in the winter. That's, that's no fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the summer's cold enough for me now because I've been here for three years. But, like, mm. I don't know. We'll see, right? Like, no idea. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I guess we all know it's not going to be next week. Yeah, we're, that's, we're not going back to normal what, then. That's what we do know that it's like okay, it won't, <laughs> it's next week. Um, yeah, like we've so our states are kind of doing things differently here. So my the state that I live in, um, Victoria, uh, we've just kind of declared our state of emergency until mm-hmm. we've extended it till the eleventh of May. Like it, it was supposed to be until the thirteenth of this month. So they've mm-hmm. extended it. Um, and then, like, basically what that means for us is that we've, our schools have been closed, um, workplaces that are not essential have been closed, um, and we've only got, like, five, four or five reasons to leave the house, um, yep. with, of course, exceptions. So, yeah, I'm only, le- like, allowed to leave my house if I'm exercising, and I, sp- I think we're supposed to do it, like, once a day only, really, Um and to go to work um, or school if it's essential when you can't do it from home, um, to get food or groceries or essentials. And yeah. I think for medical care is like the other one. Um, but then there's a list of uh, like exceptions and things like that. So I remember seeing one of them, like if you were sort of caught leaving home and it wasn't one of the main reasons, but say – you know, it was like, you know, you could have, if you're fleeing like violence or something like that, there's a whole bunch of, of different yeah. exceptions that, um, that, yeah, that would be added to that. So they've just extended that till the 11th of May. So we know, I know that much that like we're kind of in, in this lockdown for like another month at least. Yeah. Um, but everything else, it's like, it's just, you just don't know. Just don't know what's. <laughs> what's going on and yeah. um yeah it's it's freaking like it's just yeah it's just not knowing when things are you know are gonna when we can like travel and things like that and yeah um I don't know if you know this as well but um I I've got a partner in Denmark who was supposed to move here on the weekend um, oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sort of personally affected in that way where, yeah, we just don't know. Like, none of us know yeah. in the 
entire world when we can travel and it's just like that's pretty scary for me and pretty stressful um because I kind of like apart from that I would probably manage okay due to my introvertness but it's like not knowing what's going on there um is very stressful and it's something I sort of like have to deal with every day um and I know a lot of people in the same position like there's there's a lot of uh, Australians that still can't get home um and like even though like Australians and the residents and citizens can enter, but the airlines have been stripped back so much. Yeah, yeah. They can't, like, in that sense. Um, so, like, yeah, for me, knowing that, like, there's Australians that can't get home um, and, like, they just ha- have no idea when they're opening the borders and all our carriers have been, you know, reduced to very limited. Even domestic travel has been stripped back. Yeah. It's sort of like... Uh, yeah, <laughs> just like I have no idea when things can change, and that's that's really hard. Um, yeah. So if um if you're not doing the TikTok dance parties, how how are you coping with things? <laughs> um, look, I again like because I'm an introvert, like I do like cope really really well on my own, and I do yeah. take a lot. Of comfort from being on my own like today you know my work day I spoke to like way more applicants than I normally would and um all I wanted to do was kind of like be home and be by myself um this call accepted it's fine but like for me like my therapy of that was like it's fine like I'll just go home and be on my own so I'm fine like even though it's like we have to kind of isolate anyway me being on my own and in my home is, is actually quite therapeutic. So I do find that that helps me cope. Um, and I started baking. <laughs> so you are following some social media trends. Yeah. Because apparently that's a thing now. It is a thing. I With moved, flour? Well, I haven't moved on to bread yet. I think I'm going to try okay. and tackle that soon. But I've made like banana bread and cookies and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I've started doing that. Um, oops, battery getting low. Anyway, oh. um, and I I've started doing like a little bit of like hand building pottery myself. Um, and yeah, like I don't know, just okay. exercise. Um, and I'm doing a lot of like FaceTiming with people. So and that helps, just like yeah. yeah connect and to talk but I don't know like I find yeah I find being on my own is, is okay like it's lucky I'm not an extrovert because I would yeah yeah I would not be coping at all but um I've, yeah I've got some yeah. friends that this is like terrible but everyone's like people check in on me and I'm like I've been house sitting for years like on my own with some animals like I don't have animals right now which is a little weird but like the being on my own thing is not strange like it's fine so yeah um so to to end on a positive note plus your battery is getting low uh (laughs) first first day when you're given the all clear when they say all right we're back to normal what are you gonna do go to a cafe with a friend or what are you gonna eat 
Probably. Like, that's one of the things I miss the most, going to a restaurant with a friend and eating, like, some really good food. Um, yeah, we're lucky, like, here in Melbourne. Um, sorry. Wow. <laughs> Um, this is not the only time that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm sure like, of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're lucky in Melbourne. Like, we've got a lot of really good vegan restaurants and vegetarian mm-hmm. restaurants. So there's a couple where, like, I'm just really looking forward to, to going and eating some really good yeah. food. Um, but I don't know. Like, I don't – my life hasn't changed so much like actually you know what I can't believe I didn't think of it until now like being able to go and hike and go out into our national parks and stuff yeah. that is that's hard um yeah. yeah that's probably maybe the first couple of days would be like eating food out with friends and um yeah going hiking and going into like national parks and um yeah just yeah. enjoying outside enjoying outside yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about um when when everything's back to normal with the airlines and stuff? Like a month or so after, you got any big trips planned, or no. will someone be coming to see you? Yeah, well, hopefully, like <laughs> hopefully when the um when as soon as like our borders open and and people yeah. can enter, then yeah, yeah, my partner in Denmark will just he's kind of in a holding pattern at the moment, so he'll just. Yeah. He's just waiting to get on a plane kind of thing. Oh, sorry. It's <laughs> <Jesus>. okay. <laughs> That's clean. Like, social distancing is just not something he can he can get on board with. He's just not not into that. That is um, not a cat thing, unless they decide it. No, and he's he's been, like, he's a really clingy cat, and he's been especially clingy as well um, while I've been home more. So it's, mm-hmm. it's quite especially when I'm trying to work but yeah like I wasn't going to go anywhere like apart from like small I don't know I think I was (laughs) (laughs) I think I was wanting to like do Bali in July and like maybe see New Zealand again at some stage this year so I want to do things like that and like I want to get on a plane and see my family and in another state so those kind of things but yeah any huge travel is probably going to wait till like least next year at some stage because I think uh, like maybe I'll ask you sorry sorry I was going to say I'll ask you again when all the sales start up and the airlines are trying to get people back on the planes we'll see (laughs) (laughs) what you say then I'll be like yeah yeah so I've got this this and this well (laughs) yeah I mean I'll be banking up on my annual leave as well so because I've got nothing to do with it um but yeah, that would be my priority is is um yeah is is seeing family in another state and and having people finally get to me. So <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I hope that it happens sooner rather than later. Even though, yeah, for all of us, we have no idea when it will be. <laughs> um, no. No. But at least, you know, we were able to do this and see each other sort of face-to-face after all these texts and tweets. Have we been tweeting? I don't think we have. It's no. been Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, I don't tweet. Yeah. So it's okay. yeah, Facebook and Instagram. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, we've broken the, bo- the barrier for another way. So 
Hopefully we'll <laughs> see each other somewhere in the world yeah. via airplanes and we don't have to shake hands, but we can maybe be closer than like a meter and a half and eat something yeah. in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. All those normal things in the before times. Exactly. Um, and, but yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I was just going to say Southeast Asia is like, a, it's a stone throw. It's like our across the ditch. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that a thing? We have across the pond. Like to go from Canada to like the UK would be across the pond. Is across the ditch a thing? Is that what Australia is like to go north? Yeah. Well, I think we say it about New Zealand. I think we call that okay. across the ditch. So okay. I've heard across the pond and I've, I've heard it like said between Ireland and, and, um, and England. Okay. So, I was going to say, because your sense of scale to say across the ditch for like Australia to Southeast Asia is a hell of a big ditch. Yeah. It's, it's a, I mean, Australia is big, so I get it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, either way, thank you. I'm, I'm going to wrap it up because I'm afraid your battery is going to die. And I know you also haven't eaten yet. And I want you to do that because it's part of how to cope with things. Yes. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. And I hope the rest of your evening goes well. And pay attention to the cat. They're obviously in need of attention. Um, yeah. He just wants his hundredth cuddle for the day. <laughs> but yeah. The animals everywhere are going to have some serious withdrawal when this ends. They're going to be like, what happened? Yeah. Where did everybody like, go? This was working out so well. You were home all the time. I, have I done something? Like, what's changed? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. And uh, I will talk to you in some other way later. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.